Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. We are on. We are we are live. This is on. Hello. It's going. We're rolling. All right. Let's podcast do it. 70. 70. 70, folks. I had a thought about the podcast. Okay. What's your thought about the podcast? Uh, 101 brand new intro, outro music slash jingle thing. All right. So at 101, we change up the intro? Change up the intro and the outro. All right. All right. I don't have a good idea for it, but that's <laughs> a thought I had. I mean, like is it. that a good thought or what? Yeah, I think it's a good thought. Sweet. I just, I think we need to, uh, um, oh man, there's a phrase in our intro that Evan says that makes me laugh every time. Nothing's sticking anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Do you, want to, do you know the story behind that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just need to make sure that single line is somewhere in our intro. All right. So I, I had <laughs> captured those little quick audio bits on my phone. Yeah. And I'm, I don't I don't know if I still have it. <laughs> I could probably pull it off of Audition, off of our audio files here. See, there's probably some way to find it. Yeah. It's somewhere. I mean, it, it's an individual recorded piece of audio. Right. So it's somewhere, uh, either it's still on my phone or it's somewhere on a computer around here. Right. So, all right. We could try We could try to make that happen. I don't got any issues with that. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be cool to have like a new yeah. song. I agree. I agree. Um, maybe it's not a song at all. Maybe it's a, a rant. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's a rage, a moment of rage. Just a moment of rage. And then welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. Why, I don't know. There's no rules here. We're just doing things. As we, we're making things up we're as just we make it. That's really what, that's pretty much 90% of every podcast that you listen to. They're just making it up as they go. Yeah. We were on the podcast last week with uh, Leanna and Kayla. That's right. And I wasn't here. I actually listened to that one. It was great. I enjoyed it. We said something, we were talking and, and chatting about this job. Yeah. And I said something that is funny, but in the moment I... Sur- surprised myself that I had this thought. <laughs> okay. And it ended up being really, really true. Okay. And and my my sentence was this, we are content creators. Yes. I remember that. And the more I've like like dissected that thought, yeah. It so rings true. Yeah, I actually was listening to that podcast. I was actually I was at the gym working out, listening to that podcast. Nice. And uh, I normally don't listen to podcasts when I work out. Mm-hmm. I normally listen to music, but for some reason, you know, that was on when I was in my car, and I just left it on playing in my earbuds. Yeah. And that line, I was like, oh, that's a good line because that's really pretty much what we do. You know, there's obviously a lot more to our job, um, but that's a massive part of it. It it's really just creating is. content. We just create content. Like all I every day I come to we work, I am creating content. Yep. <laughs> it's it's actually um a dream come true. I really th- I really think it is. Yeah. Like Oh, I I absolutely love to get to do my job. Uh-huh. It's awesome. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um and <clears throat> it it was a terrible weekend in sports. It it was and I was listening to that. You know, here's something funny. So I was listening to that podcast that you and and Kayla and Leanna recorded uh, on Wednesday. So it was before the Lions game. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, I hope they pick yes. I hope they or I hope they pick a win. You know, I hope they pick the Lions to win. Uh huh. In my stead, they did. They did. Turns out that was a terrible move. I know. Terrible. Lions looked like the most pathetic football team ever. I I was really really disappointed in the Lions game, and and this is even this is just pathetic. What I'm about to say too okay. is it, it almost ruined my Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, and I hate the fact that I have attached so much of my feelings to this team so f- right now. I I was I was talking to my wife about this and and a little bit actually to my dad about it because on Thanksgiving I'm at my parents' house. We're over there, you know. My family's over. We just had this great meal. We're watching the game. Mm-hmm. But this year I've got so accustomed to watching the Lions win, and or at least play really good, and and getting to cheer them on and be like, if they loot most of the time, if they've lost, you know, like when they lost to Seattle, it was just it came down to whoever had the ball at the end and uh-huh. overtime, right? Like, this is great. And then they just stunk it up on uh-huh. Thanksgiving. I had to walk outside and like take a walk around my parents' property, like clear my head and be like, Lord, help me not to attach my emotions right now to this team. Help me to be so thankful for everything that's going right in my life. I mean, I got grumpy and I was like upset with myself. Like, just don't, don't, don't you ruin this day like this. Don't you do be like this. And I just, it's, I, I got upset with myself that it was such a terrible day for me. Um, <laughs> it's annoying. I, I got to figure something else out with my, with myself here. But, um, but we got a game coming up. We do. We're, fa- we're favored once again. We're f- yeah. I'm favored again to beat the, um, New Orleans Saints. Saints. Yeah. And, um, What's your pick, bro? I think we win. Okay. You think it's yeah. a the bounce back game? I think it's a bounce back game. Mm-hmm. I think they've been playing defensively bad for three games, offensively bad for two games. I think I think they bounce back. I think they make something happen against the Saints. I think they win. Okay, what's your uh record right now then? Uh I think I would be seven and four okay. now. So I'm nine and three. So yeah, I think that makes you nine and three. Okay. Well, no. No. You might be seven and four. You might be seven and five. Am I seven and five? Well, because the Lions are eight and three, so you can't be nine and three. Yeah, you're right. I can't be nine and three. I got to be nine and four. No, you'd be nine and two. Nine and two. You're either nine and two or you're oh, also oh, eight and three. I am nine and two, and this is this is terrible of us. We should have something written down so that we're not guessing every week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought you did. You, I got thought pen, you, you got a paper right there. You got a pen anywhere? Yeah, I got a, I got a pen. I, I thought you had it written down somewhere. I think I was nine and one. So I've so got to be nine, nine and two. Nine, nine two. And, right. and you're seven and four. Yeah, nine two for me. Seven four for you. You're picking them to win. I'm going to pick them to win based off the fact that it's statistically impossible for them to turn the ball over three to four times again. It's just not going to happen. It's not, not going to turn the ball over. Three to four times versus Saints. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think they'll come back down to earth, have a normal game, might turn it over once, but we might get a turnover as well. So then the turnover battle is even. Yeah, I think we'll win <clears throat> if we can. If we can keep the keep it even. Yeah, I think we'll we'll win this game. Okay, and we would have won if we would have just stopped turning the Stop ball. Stop turning over. the ball over to 
Green Bay. We would have won. Every single time we got the ball, we just, oh, here you go, Green Bay. Exactly. And, and um, so I'm going to say we win based off of that situation right there. Okay. Lions W for me. It's a Lions W for me. All right. As well. And um, I was at church last night. Yeah. And for the men's group, we had a uh, whole conversation. We've got these, uh, if, if you come to the men's meetings on um, the fourth Wednesday of every month, we um, are sat in tables. Yeah. And um, each table has a captain. And the captain, the table captain, leads the discussions around the theme of right. the message that night. And last night was actually Thanksgiving. Okay, it was a thanks theme, thank a th- thankful theme, a thankful theme. And um, we got the opportunity. One person from each table shared a testimony of thanks. Yeah, which was very powerful. That's awesome. We discussed situations in the Bible where men and women of God were thankful. Yeah, in times maybe where they shouldn't have been thankful. Love it. Um, Pastor Tim shared some stories of thanks. It was really powerful. Um, and uh, he, sh- he shared the story of Corey Ten Boom. Okay. And, yep. and, and Corey Ten Boom, her and her family, she had a sister for sure and parents. I, I don't know her full, full. Yeah, I think it was a sister and then uh, her mother and father. But by, by the time World War II started, I, I think her mother had passed away already. Okay. And they were li- – I don't. I can't remember what city they were living in. It, it might have been um, – well, somewhere over in England or, or Europe for yeah. sure. So um, they were I believe, housing, I believe it was Poland, but I could be wrong. Okay. They were housing Jews and hiding them, and they got caught. Yep. And <clears throat> since they were Christian and they were caught hiding Jews in their house, they got put in to concentration camps. Yep. And Corey – was the only one who made it out alive. Yep. And she recalls in the book that she wrote with her experience um, that uh, before all this experience, she wasn't a strong Christian. Yeah. But her sister, I forget her sister's name. Her older sister was, was a very strong Christian. Yeah. And so her older sister really was the one encouraging her, especially in the concentration camp. And they were in this um, big, uh, like, house, I guess you could say, or, uh, you know, cabin with all the women. We're in one cabin together Yeah, um, at at the concentration camp. And it was riddled with fleas. Yeah. And um, it was just torturing them. And... uh, Routinely, what would happen was is that the uh, the guards would do these checks and on the on the in the cabins. Yep. And when they would stop by, it, uh, so sad and, and really quite discouraging. But the guards would really torture and, and torment and harass the women when they would stop on by, and so they feared those check-ins. Yeah. With the guards, but um, it turns out that their cabin got like a f- major flea infestation. Yeah. And her older sister would would say, "We're going to take time today and just be thankful for some things. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, like lead them in like a Bible study. Yeah, and and Corey just would really reject a lot of this this stuff. She just was angry and yeah, and sad and depressed and bitter. But she ended up following in her sister's footsteps and and going along with it all. And there was one particular day where her sister said, "We're going to thank God for the fleas. Yeah, and Corey was like, "No, absolutely not." 
I refuse. <laughs> you know, like any logical human being would, you right. know. But she murmured it and kind of angrily said, thank you for the fleas, Lord, you know. Yeah. And um, then they, they started noticing that the guards stopped checking in on them. Yeah. And like it got to the point where um, her older sister was like realizing these guards are not coming in to check in on yeah, us. Yeah, they're not they're not checking in on this cabin. And and they didn't know why, but they were like they're just not coming by anymore. And so they were started holding open Bible studies. Yeah. With and, and women started getting saved. Yeah. And it was powerful. <laughs> and this is really a very big turning point in Corey Ten Boom's faith. Right. Um and it turns out that the reason the guards stopped showing up was because they didn't want to get fleas. Yeah, the fleas had got so bad they didn't want to get fleas. Yeah, and Corey, they they finally figured out why the guards weren't stopping by, and yeah. they said that every day they say, oh, "Thank you, Lord, for the fleas. Thank you for the fleas. Thank you for the fleas, Lord." And and that brings us to the powerful statement that you had mentioned to me before we started this podcast, which was what? Go ahead and say what this what we're really pressing in on today. Yeah, I was just, you know, doing some study and reading a book and the, the author of this book had said there's a big difference between the idea of thanking the Lord in every situation, which is what Paul told us to do. He said, in all things, give thanks. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's a big difference between giving thanks in all things and trying to give thanks for all things. Mm-hmm. And he said, because a lot of people want to say, God, I can't thank you for this, Yeah, um, which is is a true statement, but he said, but you can give thanks in all things. Yeah. And, and time helps us see the big picture. Yes. Like, like what Corey was saying in the moment, she can't, <laughs> she just was, how do I thank God for these fleas? Right. But when they learned what was happening because of the fleas, yeah. she was like, felt like the Lord's hand was in on this, this whole thing. Absolutely. And, she says now she really feels like the Lord sent the fleas to keep the guards away. <laughs> yeah, which is amazing. Which is wonderful. But in the moment, you don't see that. But in the <sighs> end of the big picture, you say, wow, look how the Lord helped us. Yeah. And that's really the thing of think, thinking God in all things. You know, if someone has cancer, I would never tell them and say, thank God for the cancer. <laughs> thank, right. thank you, God, for cancer. That That's ridiculous. Yes. But I will say this, and, and I'm going to say this with some courage, because yeah. this might make people angry who are sick with yeah. cancer. Right. I was just going to say it, that God works out things for the good. Right. And I don't want to offend anybody by saying that. And I know if there's anybody out there right now who's sick, you don't want to be thankful. And right. I don't blame you. All 100%. Right? But I will say this. I know people who've gone gone through cancer and came out on the other side, and they'll tell you to your face, I don't know why, but I got to thank God for that experience. I I am a better person because of it. Right. I don't know how it happened, but right. it happened. It, hap- it happened to me. Yeah. I, I cherish things more. I love people more. Every day is a gift now. They just say things like that. Yeah. And I thank God for that, ex- for what he's done. I just thank God for that experience now. <laughs> right. And that's kind of the difference between being thankful for and being thankful 
in. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a really good uh, way to explain that. And I think that um, when you when you try to be just thankful for something, you can get angry. It can kind of have, you know, you're supposed to be, uh, being thankful or being full of gratitude really should help you be more full of joy. Yeah. But sometimes if you're trying to be thankful for everything, you can almost get angry. Yes. Because you're like, I don't want to be thankful for this. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm trying to be thankful, God, but it's just not working. It's not happening. But when you can become thankful in everything. Yes. It really does begin to cultivate that fruit of the spirit. Yes. You know, we do something in Ignited um, on our Sunday morning meeting. Not every time that we meet on Sunday, but some of the times we meet on Sunday. Uh, I have a, a time in the service where I put my phone number up on the screen and I tell the, the, the high schoolers and middle schoolers, hey, if you have a question, text me a question. Mm-hmm. And I'll do my best. You know, uh, I call it Ask Aaron Anything. And they can ask me. They ask me all kinds of sometimes ridiculous hilarious questions and a lot of really, really awesome spiritual questions. And, and one person, they asked me this question. They said, if we get rewards in heaven based on what we do on earth, how is that fair? Hmm. How, how is heaven fair? <clears throat> and I was like, man, that's a great question. And I said, but you're kind of... Why does he think that's unfair? Coming at it from a little bit of a a wrong perspective, I think. Mm. And I said, because really, all of heaven is unfair. You and I deserved hell. Mm -hmm. And God showed us so much mercy and love that we get to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. And it's not based on my good actions. It's based on God's sacrifice and him standing as an arbiter between me and him, or between between God and me. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that heaven has to be perfectly fair um, based on my actions is is really not the greatest way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we're talking about being thankful, sometimes it feels like the only thing that I have to be thankful for is like, God, thank you that I'm saved. Yeah. Thank, oh, yeah. thank you that you're so good. That, But when you can really get to that spot, not too much else matters. Yeah. you It helps to clear a lot of the other stuff up and, and you can realize, oh, this really doesn't matter that much. And I'm so focused on something that doesn't really matter. And it helps give you that shift that per, being thankful helps shift that perspective back to a heavenly mindset. I wonder why he, he used that word fair. I'm still very curious about that. Yeah. Did you ask him more about that? Why he thought it would be, um, what's, what's not, what's not fair about it or why he thinks it's, it's, it's not the right, uh, solution or, or I, outcome? I, I didn't. It didn't? was, I, I always try to keep it, uh, anonymous so the students don't like get embarrassed about asking a question. I see. Yeah. So I didn't want to like call him out and be like, Hey, want to expound on that question more? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just used what he had texted into me, uh, you know, to, to answer the question as best as I could. Yeah, I find that um, very interesting. I find that question very interesting and, and curious as well. And I'm, I would love to know, know more about this student and his thoughts about heaven and the uh, rewards that we'll receive uh, when we get there. Very curious about that. You know, because he- heaven talks about heaven, heaven. The Bible talks <laughs> about heaven. Yeah. And how... 
the first are last and last are first. Right. And that the people who are like leading in heaven, you're you're going to be a surprise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Real surprised. Yeah. And you'll be surprised on the rewards people get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, and here's what I mean by that is like, like Christians who refuse to take any kind of celebration or notice of their generosity and this world and this earth yeah. will be very much rewarded and celebrated in heaven. Oh, yeah. They'll have absolutely zero reward in this <clears throat> world for the generosity because they didn't know what their left hand was doing. They didn't let their right hand know what their left hand was doing. Exactly. They never told anybody. They never received human praise. That wasn't their goal. It wasn't the reason they were being generous. Right. But they are going to get rewarded in heaven for it. Oh, yeah. And you're going to be surprised by that. You know why? Because you had no idea. You had no idea. (laughs) And the people who receive a lot of human praise down here, they got got the reward. Right. That's it. And and they're just going to be, yeah. That I think that's really a high lot. Heaven is very backwards. Oh yeah, and and you know what I think, Pastor Aaron? What do you think? It's just just thoughts. This is not based on anything, but I think children are going to be doing a lot of leading up in heaven. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be awesome. Children are really going to be doing a lot of the leading. And what do I mean by that? I I just think children are just going to start leading thousands in worship. Just children who died young, who never got to live a full life, but innocent. Yeah. Just, they're going to be the ones being celebrated, leading, getting oh, the rewards. I love that. I said, I, I really do think heaven will be a lot of just children doing a lot of it all, a lot of it. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> That's a great thought. I love that thought. <laughs> Isn't that fun to think about? That is fun to think about. You know, they, 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 can, they deserve it. Yeah. They oh, deserve it. 100%. It's fair. Absolutely. Um, There's a preacher that I listen to, and a phrase he uses is, he said, uh, in the kingdom of God, he says, it's an upside down kingdom. Uh-huh. And I like that phrase. It's like everything that you think is so high and mighty, and then God just flips it upside down. Yeah. It's on his head. Just take that scale and flip it right upside down. Yep. And uh, so I, I think I like that's a, that's a good phrase I like to use, too. Yeah. <clears throat> Being thankful. Th- a thankful. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. It's a thankful Thursday. It's a thankful Thursday. <laughs> um, you had you had mentioned you had mentioned something before we we started recording about thankfulness. I can't I can't remember what you said, but it spurred an, it sparked an idea in me. What else were you saying? Well, let's see. I was saying um, that. Well, in, in this, it might have been something about this book that I've been reading, and the past, that's right. Yeah, <clears throat> the pastor was talking about going through really difficult seasons in his life. Yeah. And how most of them, it was years later, he realized what the Lord was doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so he said that, the, you know, the first time that something really difficult came up, he struggled to be thankful in it because he was like, this sucks. But as he got older and started to mature and realized that the Lord was working mm. in those terrible seasons, terrible moments and stuff in his life that he got better at saying like thank you lord Mm. in this moment thank you that you still love me thank you that you still have a calling for my life thank you that you still uh you don't you don't throw me away just because something bad is happening or because my life seems to be falling apart Mm -hmm. and he said he began to get more thankful Mm -hmm. in those moments because he had seen what god had done in those moments yeah i i I agree you know when i was 
younger in middle school, specifically eighth grade, I got into a ton of trouble. And um, essentially, after I got into a ton of trouble, I I always say I was grounded for about two years. <laughs> um, it really wasn't that bad, but um, I definitely was grounded for a few months. Yeah, yeah, and I had to pick up hobbies and figure other thing <laughs> other things out because I couldn't go hang out with my friends right. because they were terrible influences and those they were the reason I was getting in trouble. So essentially, just all of a sudden, like. Had no friend, had no <laughs> friends, and so uh, one of the hobbies I picked up um, out of many was playing guitar. Yeah, and um, I learned how to play guitar. I had all this spare time, right? And I started playing guitar. Um, there was a gentleman at church that heard that I was learning guitar. He felt compelled to give me one of his acoustic guitars. Yeah, it's um, awesome. And, and and I so I was given this acoustic guitar. I still have it. And I started learning guitar, playing guitar. And then the worship leader in our youth ministry at the time, she heard that I was starting to play guitar. And so she approached me at church and was like, hey, you sh- if you get good enough, try out for the worship team. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And so <laughs> I kind of felt like I got to this point where I finally got good enough. And... Uh, so I tried out for the worship team, and um, I made the worship team. Started playing awesome. guitar. I ended up playing guitar for the uh, church for like about three and a half years. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, graduated high school, went off to college, took my guitars with me. Ended up uh, getting paid at, at a church to be on the worship team to play my guitar. Yeah, and then I ended up becoming the youth pastor of that church, along with playing the guitar on Sundays and Wednesdays, and. Um, I still play guitar all the time. Um, my kids love it when I play guitar. Yeah. I have probably never would have picked up the guitar if I didn't get into all that trouble. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're talking about. And I'm thankful that I went through that. I'm right. thankful that I had no friends, no social life, nothing to do for a number of months that allowed me to pick up a guitar. Yeah. I'm very thankful for that. And I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I think that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> that that's 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 exactly it. And I think one of the really cool things about being thankful, Pastor Luke, is that the Bible says that the Lord rejects the proud. And I think that it's really but he gives grace to the humble. I'll finish mm-hmm. that verse out. And I think that it's really difficult to truly be thankful when you're full of pride. Mm. Um, because if you, if you are so full of pride, you probably think that you Mm. have earned everything that you have. Or you don't deserve this bad stuff happening to you. It's going to be one or the other. Oh yeah. And, and that, that's a spirit that the Lord's going to resist. He's going to probably tear you down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was thinking about, thinking about my life growing up. You know, there was a span about two and a half years where my family didn't have a house. Mm-hmm. Um, we, and I've, we've talked about this before, and, and you know, my family's pretty open about it. But we, we lived in eight different basements in two and a half years. We moved all over the place. Um, it was basically however long a random friend would let us stay in their basement. Uh, you know, everything that we owned had to be able to pack up into my dad's pickup truck, basically, yeah, and get ready to move in case we had to move out. At, at a moment's notice, it was not 
uh, ideal living situation to say the least. It wasn't a great family time. Like, it, you know, it, that was a really challenging two and a half years in my family's life. It's a and, long time. And uh, I, w- I was the oldest of those siblings, so I, I remember it really well. I was um, into probably into middle school by the time we we got our house and everything like that. Um, but now looking back at that moment, my family was able, my parents really modeled how to be thankful still. Wow. And that rubbed off on us. And there's been situations where now in my life where maybe living wasn't the best, you know, uh, right when me and my wife got married, we were leasing a house for my aunt and there was squirrels that lived in the walls, you know, <laughs> I'm dead serious. One of them got through the wall one time, was on our bed. That's a story for another time. Aww. Woke up with a squirrel on my bed. That was terrible. But even in that moment, I was just thinking, it's like, I'm so thankful that I have a place to stay right now hmm. because I've been in a situation where I didn't. Yeah. I've been in a situation where, you know, we might have to sleep in the backseat of dad's truck tonight. Hmm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. And so to, to have a, a house, even if it's got squirrels in the walls, man, I was so thankful. I bet your parents still will look at each other and go, I'm really, really thankful for this house. <laughs> oh, still. I'm sure. How long have they been finally, how long have they been at their house now? I think I've been in that house. I think we got, they got official occupancy in there in 2013 or 14. Okay. So it's, it's been like 10 years. Yeah. It's been about 10 years. Oh, I guarantee you they're still like, oh yeah, I'm still thankful for this house. Oh, I a hundred percent guarantee it. hundred <laughs> percent guarantee it. And that spirit of thankfulness comes because of the season they went through. Yeah. And the Lord loves that. And I think the Lord wishes we all had that spirit, that heart of thankfulness and thankful in, in all things. Yeah. Could they live in a bigger house? Yeah. We all could. Right. Could we, could we all drive a nicer car? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still thankful for what I have. Very thankful. Very thankful. For what I have. Absolutely. And if you're struggling to be thankful, it could always be worse. Absolutely. 100% it could. And that might give you a little bit of a thankful spirit. Just to say, yeah, because it really could be worse. (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, um, I don't know what we're calling this podcast today, but it's a thankful theme. It's a thankful theme. It's a theme of thankfulness. I don't know. We'll figure it out. A a thank theme. I don't know why that makes me laugh. A thank theme. Yeah. Maybe it's called a thank theme. I love it. All right, audience. Oh, wow. What a... What What a, a... Podcast. What a podcast. Hardy Bowl. Hardy Bowl. Steamy Hardy Bowl of podcast. A thick Hardy Bowl of podcast, <laughs> too. You put that spoonful of podcast in your mouth, you're having a hard time getting it getting it down the hatch. <laughs> so thick and hearty. Full of chunks. Just, of, just full of chunks and all kinds of good stuff. Just full good, of goodness. Full of goodness. Mm. Hardy Bowl. It's been a Hardy Bowl, folks. It's been a Hardy Bowl. Catch you on the next one. We'll be back. Bye. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.